Hello, my name is Holly, and you are Ron. Ron, and we are attempting to host the Milwaukee Cycle Salvage Podcast. So, Rob. With, with Rocky the Pup. <laughs> yes. I don't think you picked up that one. So, Rob, um, <laughs> I just have a few questions. We do yeah, have you're a couple. Not even half, you're not even, you didn't even take a sip of your beer, and you no. called me the wrong name already. Cheers. Six o'clock club. Yes. Liking it. What are we drinking? What yeah. are the three of us drinking? So, Milwaukee Brew. Yes. Baltic Fire. Perfect. You can't see through it. It's real beer. <laughs> That's my qualifications. That is my qualifications. And then we have uh, two pups here helping us out. Rocky and Brandy. Brandy's out making sure that rabbits are not harassing the motorcycles. <laughs> and they are two beautiful boxers that I wish could come home with me. So let's paint them a picture of who you are. You've got, if I was to look at I'd say you got uh, scuba dogs, Puerto Rico hat on. Okay. So you're a scuba diver? Yes. I didn't know that. I come from a, uh, not a long list, but a list of scuba divers in my family. I almost joined, this is a tangent, in the fire department, volunteer fire department. I was going to uh, do scuba diving. I didn't know you did that. I got tired of always, I only had one certification. Yeah. And got tired of always being grouped with the beginners whenever I would go diving. So I said, what do I need to do? Damn, and, that's really cool. And they said, well, get another certification. So then I got uh, went got advanced. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, so that was pretty easy. So I got my rescue diver also. That's really cool. I figured if you're diving with friends, um, if somebody is in trouble, you should be able that's to help That's true. Them. So we're talking here with scuba diving. <laughs> Hopefully that's what you came here to hear. Um and then you, you've, you've got your handkerchief around your neck. You you look like the authentic Midwest motorcycle shop person. Well, we're in and out of the shop all day long, so I try and dress so that I don't have to take a jacket yeah. on and off. And It's been we beautiful. Can, we can go in and out of the shop. And it's 40 degrees today, 45 degrees today. Yep. But, what, two weeks ago was 40 February. below? In February. Yeah. The snow has melted away in the last two days, so the grass yeah. is uh, showing through again. All the uh, dog poops are popping through and ready to get picked up. Okay, so um, a little bit, uh, let's see, about yourself. Where do you come from? My mom. Yes, good one. Yep. All right, we're booking. <laughs> you're now I'm here you're born and raised in Milwaukee. And you're a failed engineer that started this motorcycle shop. Why do you say failed? <laughs> I was very good at engineering. I got tired of corporate. So uh, this Milwaukee cycle was started by family 36 years ago. And about 13 years ago, I got tired of working for the man. For sure. So I threw away my suits and my ties. I kept a couple good Santa ties, though, and a really good flowered tie. So nice. just so when I have to wear one, I really stand God, out. I could not picture you wearing a suit. So then um, I started looking for businesses that were uh, in manufacturing, uh, making parts, but uh, not marketed and making yeah. things not to today's technology. And I ran into Milwaukee Cycle, which combined those things with a passion. Yeah, and for sure. it took me a little over a year to uh, get Milwaukee Cycle into the boat, but I kept readjusting the drag and we finally got her in. <laughs> nice. And uh, 13 years later, here we are. <laughs> So what, oh, excuse me, <laughs> um, what else? Come on, something else. You used to play the banjo, 
<laughs> a couple things here and there. We'll Banjo, just guitar. Sp- sprinkle in. Did you ever play with a band? No. No. No? I just, I'm trying to learn more banjo. It's taken me like 20 years to get three chords. So uh, hopefully, hopefully one maybe, day. Maybe when the kids are going to college, you'll have time and you can focus and, yes. and add it to make it six chords. Yes. I am, let's see a little bit about myself. Let's see. I am a transgender, liberal, vegan, hippie. Uh, That's a new one. Hippie. Is that? I yeah. throw it in there. Okay. So if you can paint the pic, I got curly hair. Been electrocuted too many times. Um, motorcycles. What motorcycles do you have in your garage? Yeah. A little, or like, what do you prefer? How, what's your motorcycling style? So long ride, I have a Honda Goldwing. Oh, you do? What year? Uh, 2001. Okay. So, so on a bike like that, I left here at uh, 6.30 in the morning. And by 7.30 at night, I was 60 miles outside of Denver. So 940 miles in 13 hours. Wow. Cranking. So otherwise, I have a rat bike. Do you, hang on. Okay, I test drove, I almost bought a Goldwing myself before I got my Ural. Oh my God. (laughs) That thing is heavy. That is a heavy bike. You're feeling, I mean, the guy that I was going to buy it from was um, 84 feet tall. I'm six feet tall. <laughs> but when you're riding it, there's no weight. Right. He's, he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, until you get to a corner in the city. And he's like, you got to get out of the city fast. <laughs> it's like, this bike ain't for me. But um, what's your rap bike? Uh, Yamaha 1100. So that's the name of that one is Nightmare. So if, if I go to a, a bike night on my Goldwing, nobody will look at my Goldwing. But if, <laughs> I, right. if I take the Rat Bike, it's a really good representation of what somebody can do to make a custom bike oh, with, cool. with, with little to no money out of parts that they found that somebody I was throwing away. Supply. I have gotten half the parts from our store, half the parts from flea markets, and a, a spackling of parts of driving by and seeing something in somebody's move-out pile is on my bike. Oh, so no kidding. bullhorns, yeah. saddlebags, cowboy saddlebags, <laughs> a canteen. So, and then I have a Honda 600 that yes. I take out onto the track because I like to go fast, but I don't like tickets. Yeah. The 600 is nice. I think I love, I'm Ducati through and through. That's my backbone. But if I had to get a track bike... I, you know, an, an R6 would be definitely up there. 600 is nice size for uh, the track Blackhawk that's in South Beloit. Yeah. So it's it's made for Wisconsin. motorcycles. Yep. Made for motorcycles. And uh, when you get to bigger tracks like Road America, then 1,000 liters are, okay. uh, are doing better. Oh, I'd uh, love to. I've never tracked my any bike. But I've gone out with a 600 onto Road America, and it's just too small of a bike. You have guys just blasting by you oh, like no you're kidding. standing still. Yeah. You got a drag bike over there. So up in the front of the store is a legitimate yeah. drag bike. Uh, 1977 KZ1000, bored out to 1450. Jesus. has ladder bars on it as long as the bike. Um, I just have fun. Uh, I have fun finding bikes. It's the thrill of the hunt. Finding You've them, bring them in. Got some very unique ones. I have. So is that all you have? Just the three bikes? Is my wife listening? <laughs> Fair so enough. My favorite bike up in the front of the store is an eighty-one CB nine hundred F. Okay, it's just 
that is the be- that is the origin of sport bikes. Really? So the only thing that's been changed on it, brought the handlebars down a little bit from the original and brought them to super bike bars. So okay. you're leaning a little bit over. And it's just a really fun bike to ride. Is and it for we, sale? It may be because it's in the front of the store, but that's because yeah. I want it to stay in a warm place for the yeah. winter because that's my baby. That's cool. I got to check that one out. You've got a lot of bikes. How many bikes do you have up in the showroom? Uh, right now about 35. So not huge. We're not a huge dealer. No. I've got 36 at home, but I mean, it's not, I don't want to be like, oh, I've got more. <laughs> How big is your boat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. In the store, you've got 35, and then you've got outside the shop, there's... Salvage bikes, there's probably right now close to 150 that are waiting to be torn down. I can count for two of them at our at my place. Are you going to tell me you have 151 at your place? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just keep taking them from you, and you just don't notice. Um, and then you've got your storage unit next door, yeah. yep. you know. So how many square feet do you have total? Milwaukee Cycle covers total 23,000 square feet. And why didn't you get the big one? (laughs) That's a lot of square footage. And it's relatively organized and clean. You've done a great job. That's the engineering background. So I love Excel. Uh, When when I got here, the inventory was on uh, Word, on Notepad, so you couldn't search. And so, like, right now we have about 460 engines in stock. And if you go to the Excel spreadsheet, if you click Honda and 750, it'll tell you every Honda 750 engine we have, whether it's a good engine or it's yeah. its engine. It'll tell you what shelf and what location on the shelf. That's really impressive. Has to be because with the number of people working here, within uh, probably oh, four days, you could be out finding parts. Sure. So before when the family had it, um, when when they were helping me after I bought it, they helped me for three months. They were buying parts that were on the shelf that they didn't remember <laughs> that they had. <laughs> Sorry, they were buying I didn't parts mean to do that. I'm, I'm glad you weren't drinking. <laughs> you did that. I remember hilarious. not to do that. That's hilarious. So what is your so, preferred riding style? <clears throat> uh, shiny side up. <laughs> I, I've that. only been the opposite one time. So Oh, do tell. Uh, Learning experience here for the listeners. Uh, riding, I will never again ride with polarized sunglasses on. Really? My helmet was safe in the trunk of the motorcycle. It was a Honda GL500 when I was just getting back into riding after having kids, stretching my legs, got permission from the family to buy a bike, uh-huh. riding home from work, and getting on the freeway. And oh. I was told I ran into uh, oil uh, on the on-ramp out in East Troy. You didn't see it. Nope. Bike went down. Then it hit dry pavement and flipped, and I flew. So oh, no. it pretty much ground down my right side. So you don't. So you didn't. weren't wearing a helmet. Nope. It was sa- safe in the bike. Do you not wear a helmet because you just don't have anything worth protecting? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't wear a helmet because. And you can it dish felt, these back. You can dish these back. Felt good to have the. The air going past, and For sure. because I was a super safe driver, and I was never going to go yeah. down. That's scary. So the good news was my helmet never got a scratch on it. But <laughs> as I got home, and my oh, two young daughters no. were sitting there going, Daddy, will you always wear a helmet from now on? I said, yes, darling, I will. And even now, if I take a customer bike out for a ride, I have to wear a helmet because yeah. the time that I don't will be oh, the time God. that I go yeah. down and I split my, my egg open. I did. I rode without a helmet once. We were up at um, 
uh, Tomahawk, uh, Wisconsin, up north. For the rally? It's the big rally. Okay. And we Mo- went Motorcycles? Out. I, yes. Or just lesbian rally? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this goddamn cough. Um, uh, so I had a brand new Can-Am Spider that... I cannot picture you on a spider. Can you picture me with a beard? <laughs> There's a lot of things. Could you picture me with a penis? Of course, it'd be weird to picture me with a vagina, too. Pause for editing, and we're back. <laughs> this is what we need. Um, <laughs> um, the, so the can So can of spider. Yeah. Tomahawk. The thing you can't picture me with. We're, we're, back, on. we're back on air, yeah. Um, I... You know, it's got three wheels. It was built like a piece of shit. I ended up suing BRP. And um, are you cool if I say their uh, local dealer's name? Don't, please don't. Okay. So local dealer up in in Cedarburg, where I'm at. There we go. Uh, They beat the snot out of this bike. And... It's just, it was crap. And BRP showed up, my lawyer showed up, and uh, the dealership didn't. So the judge defaulted the dealership into paying double the price of the bike, which went to pay off the bike, and then pay off the lawyer, and then we remodeled the bathroom. But anyway, I'm not a fan of, that was the first year Spider came out. I don't know if they've changed. What we actually were able to send the, the it back. First year is a bad year. Very. And yeah. this was the demo bike. Yeah. Everybody is beating the shit out of this thing. Yeah. The brakes had, because it's three wheels, you got to have a parking brake. Now, my Ural, my Russian-made Ural has. You do not have to have a parking brake because it has three wheels. They set it up with a parking brake. So it is a good thing. I yes. just got Patty, the my wife, the three-wheel Goldwing. Okay. And oh, wow. Because she's used to riding on a Spider. And I dislike the spider very much because I can't work on it because I don't want to invest in the computer. Sure. So I got her the trike. So you had a spider? She had two spiders. She liked them a lot. Oh, no, okay. I loved it when you got that back wheel in the rain up at a motorcycle rally. I could do a burner with that thing. Like, it's a 67 Mustang. It just went... As long as I wanted, I could do a burner with that thing. So that's right. First year didn't have traction control. So her last one had traction control, so you can't do that. Blah. It's an awesome face. Oh, my God. <laughs> they can't make that out of Legos. <laughs> I'm a Lego nerd. Yes. <laughs> so um, where were we going? We were talking about... Um, can spiders, tomahawk. Yeah. I Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. The helmets. Right. Yeah. So... I went up and we were drinking and uh, riding motorcycles. Everybody else had Harleys because we're in Wisconsin and that's apparently the law. And nobody else is wearing a helmet. One of the guys has a broken leg. He's on an Ultra Classic. And a deer runs right out in front of him. And with his broken leg, he kicked the deer. (laughs) And we're like, whoo, that was really, really close. So what do we do? We drink more and then ride more. And that was the one time I didn't put my helmet on because I had this real bike. I was fine, but I'll never, ever drink in anything, period, after that, except for podcasting, apparently. But especially riding a motorcycle at night up North Woods, 
drinking during a motorcycle rally. There's a lot of critters. Oh my god! Just I mean, the besides Harleys. one on Harley's. Yeah, so. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I always wear a helmet. I've got a bunch of different ones. I like the modular ones that you know flip up. It gets yep. me. I can talk to my kiddos next to me. Um, but then I do have. I'm a big fan of showy because I know they fit me. So I've got my showy for my track day, even though I've never. On. It's just an older showy helmet that's a full face. Okay, anyway. I, I like to wear a half helmet when I'm uh, just out cruising on sure. the touring bike. And then I have a real nice carbon fiber uh, oh, helmet when, nice. I'm, when I'm on sport bike or you know, when I'm I on think a non-controlled bike. When on a moped, you see shorts, t-shirts, flip-flops, and sunglasses. That's also the same makeup for Hayabusa. <laughs> Exactly. What the fuck? Seriously. What are people thinking? If I'm going to go down on an ultra, yeah, I'll be riding in my skivvies. Totally fine. Because I feel comfortable. You're in a small Volkswagen at that point. But if you're going to put me on a moped, that thing is wearing you for protection. Yeah. I always wear long pants, uh, sturdy shoes. So when I went down, I was in dress pants because at that point in time I had to wear a tie Ah. and whatever. I burned through my pants. I burned through my dress shoes. Um, Luckily, I had my dad's leather jacket on. My dad had decorated, had gone down on the left side um, 30-something years before. I went down on the right side, broke my collarbone. I was told when the paramedics came that I yelled at them because they brought the scissors out. And I said, I don't (gasps) care how effing much I yell, you don't cut the jacket. Oh, I was thinking, see, okay, for the firefighter in me is saying... The uh, there's the spreaders and then the jaws of life. The there's the jaws of life and the scissors. I was like, oh my god, that thing got mangled. But yeah, don't nope. cut the jacket. and nope. you Don't cut the, the bike. Nope. And so the jacket is still in existence. Oh, you that's can still. Cool. My dad bought it when he was 14 years old. When it's paper wow. out money, it's made out of horsehide. You can still take it by the collar, shake it, and stand. It will stand. Well, well you're like 90 years old, so that's got to be. Wow, you were my favorite podcast. <laughs> yeah, <friend>. host. <laughs> and now I've just got downgraded yeah. for that other host. Yeah, Rocky, come sl- here. Rocky's gonna. <laughs> Rocky should be able to push the buttons as good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. And drink more, right? Rocky likes beer. Yes. He yes. was grumbling before. If you didn't hear me, hear him. <laughs> um, okay. So let's see. What next? Um, so, so tw- twenty three thousand square feet of parts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to that. They, they, they yes. Milwaukee my, cycle. my monkey brain is like no, so, no, no, no. Yeah. So they are organized. Um, when you look at parts, if you're looking at calipers, they will go from lowest CC to highest CC. Each manufacturer has their own colored tags. So when you go through and look at it, you can figure it out. We've done that on inventory sheets also. Excuse me. You're passing your yeah. hork and all right over to me. Yeah. <clears throat> So welcome to Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> for you Southerners, dries. So then, uh, when we're looking for parts, we can find them right away. If you see something that has a small three-quarter inch orange dot on it, it means it's listed online. So if somebody comes no into the store looking for, we're right next to the ignition switches oh, right now. I see it, and yep. some seat helmet locks with dots on them. And- yep. So if somebody came into the store looking for it, then we'd go online and delete the part offline. That's really cool. That's a I would not have thought to do that. 
I would have just went through every single goddamn thing nope. and never been able to sell anything. So then besides used parts that we take off of bikes, we sell new parts too. So we'll go to a dealer that's going out of business yes. and we'll buy a trailer load of new old stock parts. Some of the coolest things we find above rooms that they forgot about. Oh, that's oh. so cool. When, when they, in 1960, they might have sold a bike and it came in with a scratch on the exhaust. So the dealership oh warranty, warrantied it. Yes. Yeah. So like, and then it <clears> sat. Like with that, we got a, a, a hurricane tank that had a, a little chip the size of a BB in the corner. It was gorgeous. I didn't even want to sell it. I just wanted to put it in the <laughs> office and put a little shrine around it. It was just gorgeous. <laughs> But hence my addiction addiction to parts. Remember 911 on your, yeah, we'll get them here quick. So, and then we, to the customers in the area, we sell new, new parts. So yeah. Harley, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, and whatever you, they need. And then we can put them on the bike. Yeah. You oh, wait, that them. brings up service. There we go. And that is how we service. met. I don't know if I know service. anything about your service here. Is it good? <laughs> so somebody brought in a bike that nobody else would Probably touch. Probably really good looking. And- and she said, I said, no. And she said, you know, nobody, not even the dealership that sold this to me will service it yeah. anymore. It's too old. It's wow. older than 10 years. Yep. That's I have a 96-year-old, mid-96-year-old Art Deco, if you want to look that one up. It's a beautiful, everybody, most people recognize it from Indiana Jones with... Um, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, they get out on the bikes, they're getting away from the But they're the still, they're not sitting in this bike here. No, no, no. unfortunately. And they're not having to get away from Nazis anymore. No, no. <laughs> and, um, but that's the bike. It's got the sidecar on the side. It's not the two-wheel drive. I hope to get my wife one. I want to get her a year old that's two-wheel drive just because I want to drive um, in the middle of a snowstorm because I'll ride year-round. I have no quarrels riding year-round. So we service all those bikes then that the other dealerships yes. don't. So the the Honda shops, Kawasaki, uh, Harley shops will take on stuff ten years old for sure, maybe fifteen years old. But if then we, you we know the service person, they'll do fifteen. I was specifically told, don't buy anything older than ten years. Now on a Ural, a ten year old Ural is going to run you fourteen thousand dollars, and that's insane. So. You know, I'm just looking at this thinking it's it's a simple motorcycle. The the history of Ural is amazing. It's a it's a BMW that during World War II, the folklore, is um when Germany pushed into Russia, Russia pushed into Germany a little bit and they took over a BMW motorcycle factory and they picked it all up. I mean, hey, if you and I are at war, yeah, I'm coming to your house and I'm taking your shit. That's just the way it is. <laughs> If there's an apocalypse, Ron, I'm sorry, but I'm making a beeline for your house. You can take my shit, but yep. you're not getting my guns. <laughs> you keep them. Yes. Yeah, okay. Let's go back to, hi, I'm Holly, transgender, liberal, vegan, hippie. I don't need the guns. I'll take the cars. I'll take the motorcycles. Yes. I'll just hook up your garage. The, the next one will be about cars. And then, yeah. And I'll just pull it. For service. Yes. We, we work on the older bikes. And you work on bikes that, like, I, I can't stress enough. My Ural, the issue was just bonkers nuts. I bought it, took it home, and for two years, I was not able to drive it. I would take it back to the dealership. So then we fixed it, and then what happened? 
Well, she let's took move it, on to she the took next, it home. What's the next? Uh, so, here, let me check my notes here. So, uh, looks like we got show notes. So, she up. has a nickname here in the store Miss Awesome Pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. No, no, it's, no. Yeah, go no, ahead. No. I, so, I'm not a technician. No. Okay, so I can't not do allow podcasts. around wires. <laughs> we will let her. Decide what color she wants to paint it, not allowed to touch wires anymore. Yeah, but I can put gas in. So we got it running for her after nobody would touch it. We got it running. She Maybe took that's it, she why took nobody it. would touch it. They're like, God damn it, stop fucking this thing up. She took it home, <laughs> and then because she was looking at some of the contacts and the contacts didn't look good, yeah, she look decided dirty, to dirty. change out the contacts. Well, that makes sense. Right. It, it sounds did. like it's really smart. awesome sense too, because so we had smart. talked about it on other bikes we where we yeah. change it out. Uh-huh. But we didn't talk about cutting multiple wires at one time and not marking them. <laughs> okay, we're going to pause here. So I'm going to turn in the podcast right now. It's just going to, you're going to hear yourself say, Holly, you are the best at fixing motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know exactly quote unquote what I was doing. I took um, a part off that apparently was a really important part <laughs> and relabeled it. I spent hours on that wiring, all new, beautiful wiring, heat shrinked, Labeled. You did a great job. And then I, at one point, had my golf cart taken apart trying to fix my motorcycle. It, it was it was time. And then we she brought it in. Yeah. And so this is really and you a would not believe, though. but the, the testament is on a car trailer with the Ural having it strapped down with one strap <laughs> that is serpentined across the whole motorcycle. It's four parts spots on the trailer and, and the motorcycle didn't move on the trailer. I was in awe because I won't trailer something without four straps on it. Yeah. 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 So then we this went through the bike. sounds like a terrible person, by the way. Uh, th- this person unnamed. So <laughs> we worked on the bike. We worked on the bike. We got it running. It took quite a long time to yes, get, it, to get so- it running, to go through and figure it out because there was not a lot of documentation for that bike because some of the parts were stolen from Germany. Yes. Taken over to Russia, put on it, and trying to find people that have answers. And what we, we ended up having the bike running, but it wouldn't charge reliably. The starter on that bike is also the generator. And right. you had another generator. We put that on A it. brand new generator that I was told would work. And this is by the only people. So, again, we're in, in Wisconsin. Bought it from a dealer in Illinois. Nobody in the Midwest would touch it. Then I ended up calling a place in Michigan who makes parts. He said, this is beyond what I can figure out. We're going to have to, like, disassemble a lot of stuff here. And then he said, try Florida. And they said, yes, we can do it. Get us the bike. And then uh, I was looking for more answers in Southern California. said, yeah, we, we can take a look at that. So how did you end up in Milwaukee? <laughs> Go figure, 15 miles away. No, not even. You're 12 miles from my door. Yeah, it's it was so frustrating because I'm looking at this saying, this is fixable. You cannot tell me that all these people don't know how to think on their feet. And then you said on the phone, I'll never forget, you said, um, we don't charge anything. It's totally free. 
And I was like, I was said, that the time you weren't wearing your helmet? That's that one. Oh, yes. You said you're an engineer and this is your thing. And I was laughing the whole way down here going, oh, you just wait. Um, and yeah, you, you guys ended up taking. So the way that the motor works is the BMW, what do they call that? The just opposed? Boxster. Boxster. Opposing. Yeah, the, where it's, you know, the pistons are going sideways. And um, much, much like my life. <laughs> Stand track. Yeah. That's, that's a whole other series. ADD is terrible here. Um, and above the motor is all, you know, the belts and pulleys and the gears and all that crap that get to the generator, not an alternator, and the generator was not charging. So what you guys did, well, why don't you explain it? You're... So it was starting, it was producing power, but not enough to charge the bike. And we tried for weeks to keep the bike original. And what we finally decided to do was call it. Yeah. And uh, we cut a hole through the end of the generator and made it up a Kawasaki generator onto it, which produces a lovely voltage and yeah. charges your battery and keeps your bike running now. It, and you're no longer, we took, we went over to the house, we took away all electrical tape, all <laughs> wires, wire cutters. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing she's allowed to cut is wood. Yes. And yes. she does an awesome job on that. You should I see her do. biceps. It's yeah. We we go through like a, a solid amount enough that it would be like I think I figured it out. It's like eight Priuses stacked on top of each other. It's a lot of firewood we go through. So that's so the other thing too with new bikes, we have people br we've had people bring in new bikes that are five years old. Okay. But because they've modified them, the dealership won't work on them. Oh. Bring them in. Yeah. We'll work on them. It's amazing. I, I was really, really blown away with the quality. And then, so after, to sum up, my one-time repair. Um, that went on for months. <laughs> better than years, you know. Yeah. Um, is after it was all said and done, well, no, during that, you know, I called you and said, you know, I know how much most shops, car shops, motorcycle shops are going to charge per day. You know, how much about do you charge roughly? 95 an hour. 95 an hour. So mm -hmm. an eight hour day, let's do the math. Mm -hmm. Usually get a little bit of a discount. Usually it's going to be about 600 bucks. If you're an eight hour solid tech going at that figure, let's call it 600 bucks. So I'm, day one, I'm like, okay, I got this. I got this. Day two, I'm like, oh boy. Okay. Okay. That's all right. Day three, I'm like, oh, shit. Now I'm just, I'm just not going to call him anymore. Day four was, <laughs> fuck, if he calls me, I'm not answering. Day five was, all right. So do I just move? Do I send him the title? Because now I can't afford it. After and, that, it became a personal challenge. Right. Be, because that, but that was the that, cool that, thing. That, that, that's how we tick. That was the cool thing was I called you up after like eight days and I'm like, complete honesty here. I want to make sure I can get you paid and I'll never forget. I hope it's okay. I'm saying this, but you said you wouldn't let some painted metal and some wires get between a friendship. And I thought that was really, that was cool. That's so you're here. We're here doing this podcast. I have other people, 82 year old Bobby that came, comes in was a customer turned friend. I'll take another turned, beer, please, sir. Uh, sure. Oh, great sound. <laughs> um, and, and there's other, uh, Nicole that works here. 
Yeah. Same kind of story. She ended up working here because she gets an employee discount now and she has a Harley. So, And I'm faster to answer the phone when she needs to be picked up because her bike broke down. I feel like this might be somewhat illegal at some point that your staff is no longer paid, <laughs> but owing you. <laughs> so it's, That's only the Harley owners. <laughs> but it's a, it was just neat to, to have... I, you know, I've I've dealt with like I said, I'm I've dealt with some issues my whole life, being especially being transgender, and um, finding a place that I belong has been something I've grappled with my whole life. I've tried fire departments, which I'm actually going to be hopefully going back to. I've tried so many different things. You know, starting a motorcycle group and getting a group of people to ride and doing all that stuff, and it just something. Oh, I was that. I was vegan, and people would you know. They would give me shit, which I'm totally cool with, but it gets to an uncomfortable point sometimes. And I walk in here, and it's like a family. It's cool. It's cool. I, I really appreciate. We don't wear uniforms. We don't. We try and have a personality here. Yeah. Have the tro- shop have a personality, and um, try and read into the person a little bit and help them with the bike on what they want to do. That's cool. Some people come in, they're really rigid and you just talk business. Some people sit and look at you and go, why the hell are you wearing a scarf around your neck? You know, are you transgender? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that's like step one. That's RuPaul step one. (laughs) So, so working with people, this is true story. Last week I had a gentleman that went to another shop, bought a set of handlebars for his motorcycle came here just because he was going past the place and started talking to me with regards to his motorcycle. And he said, just a minute. And he stepped away and he made a phone call and he came back and he said, okay, I just had to cancel my handlebars that I ordered with another shop. He says, let's, he goes, the other shop talked me into a set of handlebars that were way more than you just showed me three sets that were more within my budget and helped me through what I wanted to do with changing the handlebars, what it was going to be. You told me the budget up front that if I want to change my handlebars, it's going to be twelve to fifteen hundred bucks sure. to to put ape hangers on it. And he just appreciated that rather than selling them a set of handlebars first and then hitting them over the head later. Yeah. So and so then he went on to doing double let, putting big front tire on and, yeah, and I other think things. So. There's something to be said for somebody like myself. You look at a customer like me, a business would look at a customer like me and say, broke as shit, don't have any money, don't have anything to do with you. And then you look at me and say, oh, but there's like a 20-year investment here that when this person in 20 years, they might have money. So I just think that, you know, if, if if you want those brand new customers coming in looking for brand new Harleys that cost as much as a car, great. That's that's awesome. So it's so another true story. I had three kids come in. <clears throat> they were probably somewhere ten to twelve. Okay. And they were just they were coming in. They were looking for. Oh, wait a minute! You're not exactly in like a neighborhood. Are these? Yeah, this is a neighborhood. Is it this really? Is, yeah. So, I so so they were walking in. They were walking by. Decided to go in the motorcycle shop. <laughs> and instead of saying, "Hey, you don't have parents. Get out of here." I went over and just made sure that they weren't five finger Louie in anything, right, but right. just talking to him. Oh, what kind of motorcycle do you have? And 
So they were talking. We had a good time talking. They informed me that they didn't have motorcycles. But then when I came back behind the counter, the, you know, and they left, the guys go, why didn't you just kick them out of here? They're into here to steal stuff. I said, those are the next motorcycle riders. Why am I going to do that to them? Very true. One week later, one of the guys brought his aunt in here, and she had a motorcycle. Nice. It was awesome. Nice. So, That's really so, it, cool. so it pays off. That's really cool. I think there's something to be said for that mentality. Because it, now you look at like Harley and I disagree with their old sales mentality. Only men can ride bikes. Nobody's allowed to wear a helmet and you have to be drunk. That was you meet at a bar and you leave from a bar. This is insane. You're going to kill your customers. Your objective is to make them look so cool they die and then can't buy more. And that that's just, for me, it's that mentality of future customers. That's really cool. I think there's something was, to be said for that. It was fun. They they came in after that, and they would talk and say, did my aunt come in? I told her about you. And, yeah. and so they would come in once in a while. They'd bring in their bicycle, ask us to fill up the tire with air and oh, whatever else. Cool. But, again, they're I mean, the next motorcycle know, rider. So. so if they stole something, they're not walking out with a leather jacket. They're not walking out with saddlebags, you know? Yeah. These kids are going to walk out with, like, you know, a $7 patch, something cheap or something like that. But that you've established that, they're not going to, they're not, they're not taking anything from you. So you said the word patch. That is a good lead in because we do sewing. Good thing you're hosting this. We, (laughs) we are sitting in the sewing area. Yes. So I sew seats. Surrounded by old stuff. I I do the sewing. Including Ask me how. Oh! Ask me how I started sewing. How did you start sewing? My mother Ron? is to thank. She wouldn't fix my oh, jacket. That's cool. So I got out the machine. I fixed oh, my okay. own jacket. You, you so like I've been your mom, sewing. though, right? You liked your yes, mom. Yes, I love my mom. Yeah, okay. She brought me into the world. Yeah. She never told me she could take me out, though. Because I said that's really cool. And I always say, hey, you know, Bill Cosby said it best. I made one like you before. I can make another one. <laughs> Now, when you've adopted a child, that's a little bit different. <laughs> but So, seats. Yeah. We can fix seats, make them look new, or I have guys working on... Guys, I have people yeah. working on... Thank you. Uh, well, ca- cafe bikes. On, no. Cafe bikes, they'll bring in a seat pan that they made. I'll foam it, and I'll make a custom seat out of a jacket, out of an old pair of pants, whatever oh, they want. Cool. I've had somebody bring in leather off of a couch that was laying alongside the road. I need to bring in my Milwaukee. So before I was ever a customer, okay, I guess a customer, you have to pay money. Before I ever had relations (laughs) with. That sounds really, (laughs) Patty, it's not what you think. I have relations with Milwaukee Cycle (laughs) Salvage. It works out in everybody's benefit. Fuck, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Seats. Yes. I watch seats. I don't remember what I, I had. So a, besides a, sewing seats, we sew, oh, we sew, we sew yes. patches on jackets. And, and so vests. I had, I gave a baby seat to somebody on Facebook Marketplace. We just passed it on to the next person. And we got talking and they said they work here. I'm like, oh my God, I've never been there. I've always been so interested in coming here. And this was four years ago and really interested in coming here. And he's like, oh, let me, you gave me a free baby seat. So let me steal a jacket from work and give that to you. So I got a Milwaukee Cycle Salvage mechanics jacket, which you do sell those out on the floor, which yep. is really cool. But there's no pockets. And you instantly said, 
oh, bring it over. Bring a pair of pants, and I'll make you some pockets. I'll put all the pockets you want in it. Yes, yes. Okay, so you can do, you can do almost anything as far as upholstering because you have other shops like RetroSpeed. Correct. RetroSpeed. If you haven't, if anybody out there, for the three listeners, if you're listening, pull over and Google RetroSpeed. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous motorcycle shop. They do restorations. Yeah. So we've done seats for RetroSpeed for some of their restorations. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, here we sit with, uh, there's got to be, what, 20 seats upholstered and unupholstered and foam. Yeah. Where do you buy your foam from? Totally random question, but it is hard to buy a, a brick of foam. A foam store, of course. <laughs> foam.com, you asshole. Active foam. It's, it's, it's literally a foam store. It is really it really? Is. is it down in Southside of Milwaukee? No. There was one because, okay, so I am big into rock climbing. Go figure. Why I does have that another lead into foam? Because I want to make holds and I need foam to sculpt holds first. Oh, you need really firm foam. Somewhat. Yeah, this isn't firm foam. No. You want to feel my foam? <laughs> <laughs> Rod, your foam is not firm. It's very soft. You could lay on that soft foam. Oh, man. So the last item we just covered was we make new friends. Yes. So we do. Our customers become our friends. And I was out in industry, didn't like it. Um, I do this because I like it. Coming to the shop every day isn't work. Um, That's cool. Yeah, we, we do things because we have to pay bills. We we sell sure. drips. We sell jackets and vests because we have to how does that, pay, pay the bills. But How does that uh, make you feel? Working on Holly's bike doesn't make me, <laughs> isn't gratifying at all. I just heard that she doesn't want to bring it in anymore. Never, ever. No, so it does next next time we get together, hopefully once a week. Yep. Um. We should talk about the issue I'm having with my Euro, which is loss of power on a hill. Now, I know last time we talked, you said we'll you have, lose... You have, you have to lean forward. <laughs> well, last time you said lose weight. And what did you do? You cut off your... Yeah, cut off my penis. And that, that did not help. That did not... It didn't help. But it sure did make me talk a little bit higher. I remember when he made me wince. <laughs> when, when I picked makes up, me remind, reminds me of the first time that I hit the brakes on a bike too hard and hit the bar oh in the center. Oh my god! Yes, yes, you can remember that, can't you? Yes. Yeah, the look in your eyes says you did oh that. Oh my god! I never did. again will you feel that. I, okay, on my <laughs> sister's ten speed, and I'm like, ah! and she had to explain. Have you to ever? Me. Have you ever peed on an electric fence? <laughs> We're Wisconsin farmers. That is mandatory. I am forcing my kids to do that one day. Now, ours is an elk fence. Yeah. So does that mean it's really high or really high voltage? Really high voltage. Yeah. <laughs> so Does the elk pee higher? <laughs> it's a different frequency. So when the kids come in and they go, ah, hey, guys, how are you? Hello. Ah, well, all right. So you're you're officially a Wisconsin farmer. Yeah. Uh, before you said, were you able notes, to stop peeing? You or, know what we also used the, to the, do. The, the muscles relinquish control, <laughs> we and the peeing would not stop. We would take a leaf and we would touch a leaf and we'd all hold hands and we'd touch a leaf to it. Funny That's story. That's how it started. True story. Anybody that wants to be transgender, grab a leaf. <laughs> yeah, it will change your <laughs> shit. So. 
here's how it started. Funny story. Okay, so I'm on the volunteer fire department here in Cedar, here in Cedarburg, up there in Cedarburg, where Milwaukee, 20 minutes south. And um, safety day is really cool. They get we get all our fire trucks out there. All the firefighters are there. Everybody can come. People from the public can come, and they can climb through the trucks. It's really, really neat stuff. We have ambulances. Flight for Life comes. So is there, is there any equipment that they take out before they do something like that? Because I imagine, like, if the police squads did that, they'd unfortunately take out, like, the riot gun. and No. No? Really? No. Wow. So you've got— So your, I can touch all the buttons? You can touch all the buttons in there, mm-hmm. and it's really fun. I got put in charge of a $501,000 fire truck. What a mistake. Forgot to put it in park. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it rolled a little bit. It didn't yeah. roll over anybody, did it, or the no, Dalmatian? I did not make the you scene didn't. worse. <laughs> I think we just red, redlined, redlined my microphone. It did not make the scene worse. So after you park, you So have you to, know what redlines me now? <laughs> yeah. Redlines what on RPM my mic. is my redline? <laughs> yeah. So, um... I back it into the fire shop and the, the 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 fire depot, right? Put it in park, but then there's another. If I remember correctly, there's another air brake park, so you have to set that park too. Hmm. So the next day, one five hundred and one thousand dollar fire truck rolled three feet back into another truck that's worth $350,000. Please tell me it was a slow roll and it, nothing it was, was damaged. The engineer is a friend of mine, and he was he was a delight. But, um, yeah, so and safety And he never day. let you touch the truck no, again? No, I was not allowed to touch his rig again. Um, but, but had you been trained in the truck? I was, yeah. Okay, so for volunteer— So where get, in training did they talk about putting on the get, safety brake? You get volunteered, and, or you get— grandfathered into all of that you should have a cdl but i didn't have to because as volunteer you get grandfathered in so they just take you around the block and i'm like oh shit i got this and yeah i want to when i rejoin i'm going to just drive ambulance i'm excited to do that um you just want to turn on the lights don't you (laughs) you should see her face right there (laughs) oh my god i dropped my wife off at the at the she got a breast reduction yesterday and bless her heart for allowing me to do this with two kids at home and um, as we're pulling up, the first thing I say is, God, I miss driving an ambulance. Then you pull in, you get the lights going, everybody gets the fuck out of your way, <laughs> mostly. It's just, it's baller. Um, so safety day, uh, there's all this cool shit going on. And the police department was doing a show. They wanted to, this is so random, they wanted to... Um, Show the public what it's like to, they can't do pepper spray anymore, but you can get tasered. And I was like, I've never been tasered before. Why would I not want to be tasered? <laughs> Have you so ever- your hair isn't naturally curly. No, though. it was very short and straight. <laughs> so they're like, sure. So they're like, okay, take off. I had on the dress shirt for the fire department, you know, not like our uniform. It was like the dress, the fancy one for like in a parade. And they're like, okay, take that off. I got a white T-shirt underneath. And they're like, so we're just going to hold you. Try not to swear. And when we, and now my dad was a sergeant in Cedarburg. So these guys know me. There's two guys on each arm and a guy that's shooting me. So tell me about the taser. Can they pick the the amount of nope. tase? No, it's 100% or nothing. Okay. So 
They Can, does it affect you based on where it hits you? Yes. So did they choose a very delicate spot to hit you? No, but my dad <laughs> was telling me that for their newbies, they definitely would. They would have them put their legs together and hit them on both heel, a right here and a left heel. Oh, so it would go across the bridge. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I would love to see that. So, um, so for me, being in the public eye right there, obviously they couldn't do that, but I knew them. I've grown up with these people. And all of a sudden, they're like, okay, and here's um, our person who's going to be doing the test and blah, 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 trying to not, like, yell or swear or anything when you get hit. And I'm like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it can't be too bad. And all of a sudden, they start putting on latex gloves. I'm like, what the fuck? Are my eyes going to pop out? What are you doing? Put on, don't put on gloves. And they're like, well, we just, you know, and just in case. I'm like, just in case of what? Just a, oh, so they have me hold my arms out. And each cop, and these are big-ass cops, grab one arm on each side. And then I just hear, taser, taser, taser. And he hits me on both sides of my spine. And in front of a huge group of kids, I yell, oh, Fuck! <laughs> and they lay me down as stiff as a board. And then they put their knee in my back and they yank out the barbs and blood goes everywhere. Coolest thing ever. I wouldn't do it again. On video? But not, somebody probably got it. So that was a tangent, but a good one. Um, make new friends. That was... <laughs> so with, with new friends, yeah. if you have something you would like to hear about, you can call Milwaukee Cycle, ask for Rocky. Yes. And the phone number is 414-466-7707. Tell us your idea of what you would like to hear about. And we would like to help you with that and not put so many maybe sidebars in it. Yeah. But, but you, this is fun for us right now. Life, if you have a question about life, we can answer it. You want to get your penis chopped off? Guess what? Yeah. How there you, is how, very few motorcycle podcast that could probably answer that question firsthand. How it feels on a bike before and after. <laughs> God, this has been good fun. This has been good fun. This is what it was supposed to be about. You and I, we keep getting together and we're talking and we're having good fun. And that's what this show is supposed to be about. Good and deal. we wanted it to be a half an hour. And I think we're good. Once it's cut, it'll be half hour. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye all. Thank you.